Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Uh, well, hey, been playing a lot of Mario Wonder. Y'all been playing Mario Wonder? Yeah. yeah it's yes, real, I have. It's really... Lots of elephants. Really good. It's just... Uh, I got to be honest yeah. with you two. I, okay. I am one of the people who auditioned to be the new voice of Mario replacing Charles Martinet. Oh, and, shit. Yeah, and so, like, I just, I, I'm playing it, and the new voice actor is really good. It's a great performance, and they cast the right person, but I just, like, I I feel a little bit upset that I, it wasn't me, you know, because it would have been a dream. Oh, Nick, I'm, I, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. That would have been a dream come true. Yeah. I, I, you know, I hate to say this. I also auditioned for Mario. Oh, my God. That's wild. I mean, yeah, it makes I sense. They probably were, like, who who are some great voice talents that are, you know, already we know are in video games they probably naturally reached out to wow yeah that's so interesting to hear that from the two of you um it this feels like as good as time as any also say that i too auditioned for mario uh, matt wow. of course you did of it course makes a little you. less sense but like they i think they were just sort of like we got to see who we can see sort of like let's just get as many people in here as we can because we don't know what we're going to want until we hear it sort yeah. of you know so i yeah. they didn't like my take and that's fine but i thought i thought i did a pretty good job yeah they obviously didn't like my take either i mean should i should, should, should i just do my audition yeah yeah okay? i do if you have the tape i'd love to just hear it yeah i can i can just play this back right here i have it on my desktop cool. still all right here we go hey i'm fucking mario who the fuck are you uh give me my pencils and shit i need my pencils i'm Fucking Mario. So that's actually really good. Yeah. My thing, if I had to give you a note, uh-huh. it's that like I just have never really thought about pencils with Mario like at all. It's yeah, kind of like not, not his really thing. A, he's not really a pencils guy. That, I, that was probably, you know, and I didn't hear, I just heard them say like, we like you, but this isn't what we were thinking. Yeah. And probably the note behind the note was that like, that was just like a weird choice, but I don't know. It's what It's what I went with. Well, uh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear mine, or is that is, like? Yeah, I, don't know I, would, if... I would love to hear yours. Yeah, I really, I'm curious. Hi, it's me, Princess Peach, I'm Mario. I'm Mario. I'm Mario, not Peach. I don't yeah. know why they didn't pick you. No, that's that's that was really great. that's actually really good. Yeah. I guess if I had to guess. Maybe why they didn't pick you is because you auditioned as Princess Peach doing Mario. What? Yeah, or no, maybe I didn't. corrected yourself. No, that was yourself. Mario. Oh, that was Mario. Oh, okay, the whole time. no, got it. I just yeah, that was Mario the whole time. Got it. That makes sense. No, no, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that was actually. great. They should have picked you. They should have. Yeah, no, they should have picked both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't suppose you guys want to hear my take. Matt, of course. Yeah, you do. I would. I would love it. I would love it. All right. This is. I kind of. I. I knew going in that I was doing something a little different, but yeah. I just wanted to put my stamp on it. Okay, great. 
Oi, it's me Mario, isn't it? I'm a peaky fucking blinder, ain't I? I am, I am. Oi, uh, get me my chimney sweep, eh? My chimney's full of shit. I fucking Santa Claus over here. I had <laughs> diarrhea down my fucking chimney. <laughs> oh, it's me Mario. I... Uh, again, really good. <laughs> I think it I might got, have been I, the seasonal thing of like throwing Santa in there. They would have been like, "Well, this game's going to come I out." I shouldn't have said you know, Santa. Also, not necessarily at Christmas. A lot of a lot of you know, like uh, a lot of Americans don't know about like the English tradition of diarrhea in a chimney right. on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Very much so a it might have been thing. like a little bit of like a, a thing of, where like yeah, yeah, they didn't. They just couldn't. They were like, "Oh, that's not how Christmas is here." They did the feedback that they gave me in the room is that they actually liked that I changed accents midway. They yeah. like that I sort of did two accents. I thought that was a bold choice. Yeah, sort of, I sort of went very English and then dice, like yeah. went dice clay kind of at the end. Well, I, I'm bummed out that none of us got it because uh, though the new guy is great, yeah, uh, it would have been a real delight to load up Mario Wonder and hear uh, one of your takes or my own. You know, though, let's... let's... For just just for a point of comparison, let's. Just, I'm just gonna boot up the game. I got my Switch uh, screen shared on the Zoom, and we can just hear some of the new. Okay, yeah. the, new the new voice actor. Yeah. Hey, I'm fucking Mario. Give me my fucking pencils. Fuck, he's good. That's he's really good. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> We bounce off Paragoombas and dress up in Tanuki suits as we create our 2D Mario tier list this week on Get Played. your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. That's a me, Nick Weiger. I'm here with our third host, Matt Abadaka. I'm stunned. I <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> did, Heather, did you know he was going to do that? I didn't know he was going to do it. It was great. You liked it, was it too. Great. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's a me, Matt Apodaca. I want to do it too. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's a me. Welcome back, Bucket. Yay! Wow. To the premiere video game podcast. Get played. That's right. And we have exciting news at the top of this episode. We, as of today, as of this episode, are now part of the HeadGum Network. Wow. This is a HeadGum wow. podcast. This is now a HeadGum podcast. You're going to hear that. This is a HeadGum podcast. This is a HeadGum podcast. This is a HeadGum podcast. This is our first episode as a HeadGum podcast. That's right. Does that mean our jokes will get better? No. no. Does that mean that we will rehearse this show? No. Does that mean we will plan <laughs> out what we're going to do to sort of establish a new identity and like a new broadcast persona here for you on the HeadGum Network? Absolutely not. If you've been tuning in for our bullshit for all this time, we are the same idiots that you have come to know and love. <laughs> yes. And you're probably wondering as a listener, how does this impact me in any significant way? 
Not at all. You're hearing the episode <laughs> in your feed already. That's right. And you have to do nothing. You did a great job. That's right. We we obviously knew that this change was coming, but we decided to wait until this point because we didn't want people to be like, oh, what do I have to do on my podcast app? Do I have to resubscribe? Do I have to change yeah. uh, my RSS feed? Do I have to, you know, whatever. Like, like, you don't have to do any of that. It will keep coming to you in the same subscription that you've had. And by knowing this was coming, we, we walked into the booth at Earwolf and Nick said, grab everything you can. Run. And I went, what? And he said, go, 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 go. And we ran all the way across town yeah. to the head gum studio. And you better believe I've stuffed my pockets with off-brand gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Veggie chips. <laughs> a thing of beef jerky that had dust on it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we, we got all of it. Greg Fitzsimmons CDs. <laughs> Uh, we hoarded all of it. I, we do want to thank our past engineers over at Earwolf Stitcher. Uh, first up, Alex Gonzalez, who's been with us most recently, an absolute dream to work with, total professional, uh, and just a, you know, a, a ray of sunshine each week. So thanks so much to Alex. Thanks to Jordan Duffy, who was with us for a stretch before then. Uh, Jordan, a, a, another another great engineer, and also uh, gave us the uh, the Stream Daddy theme song, which we may still you know end up using at some point. And speaking of theme songs, we of course want to thank Devin Bryant, our original uh, engineer, who uh, you know created the created our original theme song. And uh, was obviously such a huge part of helping shape the show uh, over the first few years. Uh, also, thanks to Colin and Cody over there. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was a, a, a what a ride! What but a ride! I was really bummed out to hear that the Resident Evil merchant couldn't figure out his contracts and won't be <laughs> yeah, joining us. He still... They locked him up. Yeah. There was a one guy. They were like, we can't release him. Yeah, he's too good. They said. Yeah. We, we, we got to figure out what to do with this guy. So I think right now uh, the Resident Evil merchant is one of the main hosts on Patriot Radio over on Sirius XM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Politics are just nicely aligned yeah. right in there. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think it should be... Wait, go ahead. What were you going to say, Nick? No, no, no. I was going to transition. Go on. Oh, I was going to transition and say that, you know, this was a... A really exciting um, and important moment for us as a team and a, a cool podcast, uh, like, I don't know, leveling up. Um, I So the boys are in studio and they are in this lovely studio that some of us have seen on social media. I am in bed mm -hmm. across town. Um, I'm having, so, uh, you know, if you follow me on anything, uh, I had a recurrence of cancer um, and I am currently taking care of it. Uh, I will be on the show as much as I possibly can over the next few months, but I will be in treatment and I don't know how aggressive that treatment will be. But, um, I also want to say that without jinxing anything and without, you know, like my fear of magical thinking, uh, my prognosis is really good. So, um, it's not like, it's not like I'm recording from uh, underneath the house as the as the wicked witch of the east. I'm uh, I, I'm just uh, the I'm same just... old regular witch. <laughs> the same old regular witch. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and a few of you have reached out over Discord or on the battle bus and and uh, you know wished me in continued good health. And I want to say thank you to the best fucking listeners on earth. And the best Fortnite players on Earth, you, you're all incredible. And it has been a really moving um, 
I don't know. It's been it's been really moving and nice to have all that support. So thank you. And I'm going to try not to get emotional because that's not the kind of show we do. We talk about sandwiches on this show. Who's got the <laughs> wait, best wait, no, wait, Heather, Heather, no, no, we don't actually. That's, that's, that's a different, different, different show. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't really do that here. We're the soup podcast. We talk about soup. <laughs> uh, Heather, we love you. We'll take you yeah, whatever Heather. we can get you. Uh, you uh, yeah. We, we, sh- we want to point out that, that you, uh, Matt and I want to point out that you made an extra effort to make sure to be here for this episode, which, yes. you know, we like... We're not expecting you to do, but you really wanted to be a part of it. Uh, this this headgum transition, we really appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Of course, as you're laid. If my up. voice sounds weird, I'm on a a weird mic that's balanced on my stomach as my feet are <laughs> elevated above my heart and my throat is like shoved up into my into my brain. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, st- still it's still me. Yeah. Just wanna shoot and stab. And run around. <laughs> they don't know how you normally record. This is actually sort exactly. of like a, more of a normal way <laughs> that you do it. Um, uh, thank you for for sharing that, Heather, and, yes. and thank you, of course, to everyone who's uh, sent well wishes on your behalf. And I, I, I do want one more a bit of business before we uh, get into things, which is we have a new producer at Headgum who we'll introduce next week. They weren't able to join us, but for today, today uh, we have a stud engineering with us in studio. Uh, our guest engineer, Chef Kevin Bartelt from Hollywood Handbook. Holy Hi, shit. Hi, Chef. Hi, guys. Wow. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Big fan. Watched the first episode being recorded. Honored to be here for this one as well. Uh, it's It's been great to have you as a, a, a you know a, a part of the extended family and as a listener. And thank you so much for accommodating us in these circumstances. It's great to have you. Also want to shout out uh, our Doughboys producer, Emma Erdbrink, is going to be editing this episode. And, um, yeah. So. Nick texted me this yesterday, and I literally said, this is like the fucking Avengers. <laughs> this rocks. <laughs> On your left, Kevin comes out, Emma's already with the Pro Tools. I am wearing a Doctor Strange cape for the <laughs> yeah. listeners. Yeah, Kevin's sort of new thing that he's over here is that he's like a cape guy now. Uh-huh. I think it's a good look for you. Yeah, <laughs> you wear it well. Uh, so we'll announce we'll announce our our we play you play for this month a little bit later probably next week we're still figuring that out but yeah. as for today uh, we just want to talk about some video games and that brings me to the question we used to be- begin this discussion which is what are you playing what are you playing oh, oh my surprise! god no immediately in breach of contract oh my god we're gonna get in we're so gonna get much sued trouble. Jake and Amir are gonna get sued yeah don't do hey, that to Jake guys. and Amir. Hey, I just want to say, you know, I shouldn't be here. Y- uh, yes, you should not. <laughs> Huge error on my part. Uh, you, I don't know if you've heard of a gag order, but I've got one of those from both uh, our former employers and the legal system. So, uh, yeah, just uh, just want to drop in uh, before I, I got to go, because I, I, I'm also in the middle of a car chase, so I have to run back oh my, out to oh the Oh, my car. God. Uh, but I wanted to know, what are you playing? Uh, thank you for joining us, Resident Evil Merchant. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope everything's all right. Stay safe out there in that car car crash. Please don't endanger anybody. No. Uh, what are you playing is the question to the panel. And I want to put it to, uh, Chef Kevin, because I know you're a gamer yourself. Chef, what have you been playing? I'm playing a, a series I haven't played in 15 years um, my brother-in-law recently joined the Navy, and I'm struggling to have anything to talk about. So, you know, like any good brother-in-law, uh, you you go to the library, you get a bunch of books to learn right. about the field. Uh, I bought a bunch of Call of Duty video games and have been brushing those off for the first time since wow, I was in seventh wow. grade. 
Um, and it's nice because I forgot how you could play on the easiest of easy modes. So you can get shot in the chest eight times and then go, okay, so grenade or gun. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing the single player Call of Duty. So you're not playing like a war zone. I'm playing uh, Modern Warfare 2, the campaign, and I bought three as well. Wow. So I immediately hemorrhaged my bank account for probably 30 seconds of small talk this Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Do you are are they like fun? Are you like super like into it? Or great question. Is uh, it... Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like surprising. Yeah. I, I like I said, I haven't played these games in so long, so my memory of it is is pretty limited. But I'm surprised that um, I I think what helps me is just like I said, playing it on such an easy level. Yeah, I'm able to kind of plow through the campaign uh, pretty quickly. But after that, I will get. Uh, the new Spider-Man game. I have been texting Matt nonstop TikToks yes. from the point of view of troubled burglars getting their neps their necks snapped by Spider-Man. <laughs> um, it's been making me laugh so hard. They're wow. so funny, and but like, what is your typical gaming diet? Because I know you as somebody who does. You do play video games, but I feel like you have mm-hmm. spurts where you're like actively like very super in into something, and, very and then out. maybe you take a break. <laughs> Yeah. For a while. Yeah, I think it's like work-related when I'm busy. I I don't play for a while, probably like most people. And then um, when I'm in, it's like my full-time job. Uh, I loved Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk and um, Spider-Man and um, what else have I been playing? Uh, Just a handful of like uh, some of the newer stuff. I bought a PC for the first time to play Diablo. Oh, nice. Not just to play it, but uh, I wanted to get a gaming PC. And so I... uh, I only like five hours in, but I've been really enjoying that. Um, I'm really similarly haven't done PC gaming. I'm really channeling like seventh grade Kevin sure. this uh, <laughs> last few months, which has been interesting. Yeah. Um, little Oregon Trail, little math blasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching Arrested Development. <laughs> um, yeah. So Call of Duty right now. And then I know I'll get into Spider Man after that and maybe like a, a Starfield or something after that. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Heather, what have you been playing? Um, I haven't had a ton of video game time in the last few weeks, um, but I do make time for Fortnite. Unfortunately, because I've been sort of like on the phone, like my Fortnite games have either been really great with with uh, with Battle Bus uh, Discord listeners and 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 uh, and or fellow uh, real life friends. But when I get a phone call, I have to drop immediately so that I can like get on the phone and like talk to doctors or like schedule appointments or whatever. So there have been multiple games of Fortnite where I'm like charging into battle and all of a sudden, like 
like the girl in the Matrix who's like, not like this. Or I guess that's a non-binary character or was maybe never confirmed. I don't know. The person in the uh, in, in the Matrix who's like, not like this. Yes. Not like this. And then just drops. Uh, that's like been me in multiple Fortnite rounds. And I feel so much guilt about it because I take it really seriously. Right. When you're on a squad, of you don't want to like leave people hanging. Um, so being it's Fortnite forecast time. And the big announcement is that tomorrow the original island is returning. Wow. Do you get do you guys? Like the very first season, yeah. Very first island, very first items, all returning tomorrow, and it's called Fortnite OG, uh, and that's going to be the next season. That's wild. Certainly, certainly something I never experienced myself. But I, you know, yeah, me neither. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, they also announced a, a Stranger Things collab, so you can play as, uh, you know, as Eleven, uh, with a shotgun. Uh, with like uh, an attack on Titan backpack. Right. Uh, shooting at, um, Alan Wake. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes as much sense uh, as anything. Uh, yeah. the, the character you're talking about, I believe, is Switch, the not like that character. I believe that's who it is, right? Because they, they, there's all, there's like, like, there's like Mouse and Cypher and Trinity and I think, I oh, think yeah, it's Switch. Switch. And then well, the uh, one in the white suit jacket. Yes. But the, um, the, the, I was remember I remember and like thinking back on the Matrix, the guy I always felt bad about was Tank, because Dozer gets fucking like all the whole team gets wiped. Tank survives, uh, but Dozer's his brother I think is established. It's like ah man, yeah. what a bummer. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen the Matrix. Um, I have seen highlight reels of the way the Matrix Online, which was a canonical MMO, yes, ended, and it's all the characters being crushed into small polygons and making horrible screaming noises and then dying. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. Isn't there like a big bug? Like, doesn't Morpheus canonically get killed in the MMO by like a big bug? Uh, I don't remember the the details of that. But yeah, there's all sorts of weird shit that actually ties into, you know, by the time we get to uh, Matrix Resurrections, it's all like part of the uh, established lore of the franchise. So crazy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that commitment. Yeah. Just like everything counts. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why it's not? Very... It's all fake anyway. Who cares? <laughs> it's very Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It, I mean, it really is. The Matrix is Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> they're the one, they're one in the same for sure. Uh, Matt, what are you playing? Well, we're, I'm playing two games right now, mm -hmm. two big ones. And I, Heather wasn't here last week, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say this again and see what, what Heather thinks about it. October 20th, Friday, tw 2023. Not the order you usually say those things. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Wonder come out same day. Yeah. Barbenheimer, Oppenheimer and Barbie come out same day, right? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Mario? Wait, did you already say this on the show? He I did. did. And yeah. it sort of was met with lukewarm. I think Nick said, and I quote, that's what you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've, I, what do you I've, think about I, that? I guess I forgot to mention that I have been playing Super Mario Wonder in part to, for, for this show. Yes. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, you got to play the, the big hits to say, stay relevant. As for what you said, I don't know that there's anything to add, Matt. It's 
It's okay. Uh, great, we'll move on. Um, I, so I'm playing Super Mario. World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded like Heather was going to say that she really liked it. Um, I was uh, going to say, I was going to say, show me the real Barbenheimer. No, the real Barbenheimer, Spider Mario, perfection. Wow. So Heather did really like it. Yeah. Actually, that's great. This is actually a huge win for me, uh, and I will be expecting a written apology from Sean Distin and Nick Weiger (laughs) on my desk. Um, So I'm playing uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a a little bit uh, at some point, but I... There's some really hard levels. There's this game does a great thing where it tells you the difficulty of the level before you start, and a lot of them are in the one to two sort of range where I'm at right now. But then there are these challenge levels that are like four, right? And there's like a star ranking yes. that go for the difficulty, and you're sort of like, okay, how hard can this be? It's a Mario game, right? And they're fucking hard. <laughs> like they're like they're really hard. And I beat this one that's called Jump, Jump, Jump. And it's like a rhythm game level, basically, where there are these invisible, there are these outlines of blocks, and this sort of metronome starts, and you have to jump on the blocks in rhythm, because they appear in rhythm, and they're constantly moving. And I did this fucking, like, a hundred times. Wow. And... I, when I got to the end of it, I really felt like I did something, like I like actually like really achieved something huge. For then to be presented with another level just like that, but instead of going uh, <laughs> like around, like or you know, this one and this next one, you go up. Like there's like wall jumps where you have to go up in rhythm and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was so hard. Some of the blocks are like one block, so you have to really get precise in it but i did both of those and i felt like god had like touched me in the heart like i felt like i felt amazing when i did that yeah uh and i just think this game is great i still love the little flower guy a lot uh i think he's fun um and i'm With just the, the talking flower guy yeah what are you the doing up like, here holy cow i can't believe it yeah that guy when you get to the end of these levels it's like five of them, and they all are like, yay! <laughs> that is really satisfying when you get congratulated by them. I really love that. and So I'm playing that, but I'm also playing uh, Spider-Man 2. Mm. And like Sean was saying last week, it's a little bit like, a little more of the same, right? Like it's as good, it's like as good as those other ones, kind right. of. But the things that they've refined in this game are so great. Uh, it looks a lot better. Like I mean, it always looked really good. It looks great on the PS5. Um, the the traversal is just it feels even faster and snappier. Uh, the combat is still like you have to kind of like that combat, that sort of like crunchy uh, combo sort of driven combat. Um, but flying around with these web wings, it's like it's like a completely different thing. I yeah. love it so much. Wow. It's so fun and great, um, and the story so far is really great. Um, I know that I've been in a Peter section for a while, and I've been missing Miles because I just I like I just personally like Miles more sure. as a character. Um, I think fucking everybody does. He's just cooler and better. Yeah, uh, his story's more interesting. Uh, but so I like took a break from doing the Peter story and like did this like funny weird like side mission with uh, with Miles where I had to hunt down these thieves who stole 
musical instruments. And then it, <laughs> the reward is that you get to walk through this like museum and read about whose instruments they were. And I was like, this is kind of interesting. And then you unlock a suit where he's like a jazz guy. He has wow. like a, a vest and fedora and stuff. And I was like, what is this game? <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> he's just like a, he's just wearing like nice clothes and a Spider Man uh, mask. Uh, it's it's great. I but I'm loving it, and I love. I love New York City. Are they real? Greatest city on earth. All five boroughs. Manhattan, <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. Queens, the Bronx, and of course, Staten Island. We I, love all of them. We love all of them <laughs> equally. Equally. And I will not hear about this again. Yes. We don't prioritize a certain borough. No. We like them all the same. No borough favoritism for the five boroughs. No. Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island, all the same level as far as I'm yeah. concerned. All S-tier just boroughs. They're listed in that order does not denote preference. Exactly. It's just kind of where they fall in it's my mind. It's just where they are. Let me ask you this. Yes. The 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 you talked about this, these jazz musicians' instruments. Are these real jazz musicians? They are. Oh wow! And so that's like cool. here's Herbie Hancock's piano yes. or something. There's wow. like stuff like that in there, and there's like I mean I wish I was paying more attention because I would have actually learned because there's like actual information. Like yeah. it was it was great. So you're actually walking through this like museum, uh, and and helping and helping the community. Wow, Billy Higgins drum kit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Sounds like you played it. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I'm just curious who the jazz no. musicians are. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's so fun, and I love it. And I just like I like I just like Spider Man. I yeah. just like his uh you know his powers and his moveset and his villains. They're all interesting and cool. Uh, all, so many of them are just like mad scientists, right? Like, like and that's the fun of it. It's like he's just teenage kid or whatever, and he's like, this scientist is mad at me. I love it. It's great. Yeah. One of the videos I sent Matt was. When you get hired to protect a saxophone and it's Spider-Man pushing a guy against the wall and then pulling the wall to the ground and yes. just, just breaking him. Well, this is the thing that they go, they go through such lengths to like show that Spider-Man is doing all these non-lethal things. Like yeah. You can kick somebody, you can web swing kick somebody off of a building mm -hmm. and then this like remote web sort of comes out and like webs him to the wall for safekeeping for the police or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I think I just threw a fucking uh, manhole cover at that guy's neck. He's dead. Yeah. Like, that guy's dead. <laughs> and then you can also dodge bullets, and then the bullets can hit the other guy. Right. Like, well, you shot that man to death. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, but I, I'm guilty by association because I have spider sense and moved out of the way allowing you to kill your friend right i could have used my super strength to absorb the bullet yeah. to in order to, to to make sure this this other this petty criminal doesn't get murdered on the street wait 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 is it canonical that spider-man can take a bullet i don't know i have no idea i'm just speculating let's I feel find like out that's such a it's like <laughs> such a superman strength yeah it's like that he can take a bullet even in the eyeball but like right. I've never thought of Spider-Man as being able to take a bullet. I I think that it I think he would still be hurt. I think like it was just like he would probably take it better than a than a normal person. That's just my sure. guess. I'm just speculating. But like I I feel like Wolverine can take a bullet. Sure. You know, Iron Man in the suit can take a bullet. Yeah, I would, I would think uh, so. Hulk can take a bullet. Yeah. But I don't think of Spider-Man as being able to take... Like, I feel like if you shot Peter Parker in the stomach, he'd just, he'd just drop. <laughs> I think it's more that the likelihood of him getting shot is, like, a smaller percentage than mm. um, somebody else. Because, because he has the heightened sense of uh, awareness, he'll... 
more easily dodge a bullet before being able to even get shot to begin with. Right. And I think I think that using that power to dodge the bullets is evidence that he in his heightened sense of awareness is like, I would rather not take a bullet because it will kill me. Yeah. So there's a utilitarian uh, kind of a, a philosophy being applied here where it's like, well, I can do more good living than this burglar behind me would if they like instead take these bullets that are headed towards me. So so Spider-Man's always doing the trolley problem in his head constantly? I think so. I think that's what's happening there. And it's all to save Cannonball Adderley's alto sax. <laughs> but you saying that yeah. also made a great point about uh, why I actually like this game. And I was saying yeah. this uh, to some friends the other day. This And it sounds silly, but go with me for a second. This game really simulates what it would be like to be Spider-Man. Because you'll be on your way with an intention to go do something. And then you'll see that there is a crime happening, and you're like, well, I can't let that go. Wow. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. I have to I go do take. that. Yeah. So, like, that, it's such a good, like, because that's the push and pull of being Spider-Man, and that's, like, what the main conflict in his life is, is that I have to be Spider-Man, and I don't get to be Peter Parker, Right. So like I because because I'm Spider-Man, I have to go do this. So every time that there's I see something else happening, that's not the main thing I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, well, I have to go do that. Yeah. That Spider-Man would go do that instead of like going to change out of my clothes to go to the carnival or whatever I have to go do. Can I bring up maybe like a awkward uh, turn of phrase here? Sure. I think I think Peter Parker suffers from spider privilege Mm. because like. Mm -hmm. His big complaint is that he can't, like, go, what, go to a club? Like, my big complaint as a human being in the world is that I feel incapable of doing anything heroic. Yeah. Like, if you, if I feel like if any of us got the abilities that Spider-Man got, we wouldn't spend time complaining that we had to save people's lives. We would feel great all the time. I mean, I'd, I'd be pretty. Reasons I'd be pretty pissed sure. off, actually. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a major yeah. inconvenience. Can't go to. Sorry, can't go to your birthday, sweetie. I gotta go lift this car off of someone. Like what? I yeah. No, I think it's bullshit. I think it is a. I think it is a bullshit problem. Okay, Heather. Well, you go get bitten by a spider, and then you go tell me how that goes for you. <laughs> Here, here's I, 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 Matt. I like this observation because you're basically yes. saying that the the IP is using the conventions of an open world video game to accurately simulate what it's like to be that character. That push and pull, yeah. Like right, because that's the whole thing of like playing the kind of the open world video game. We've talked about this a, a lot in the podcast, but it's like you've got your main thing to do. Like I've got to save this world saving quest, and it, it kind of seems kind of dumb that I got to go like deliver a letter for some ra- for from some random merchant. Yes, you know, like like that's supposed that's a good use of my time. But here, since you're dealing with people who are like in all these dangerous situations, and you're supposed to act heroic, it seems to kind of be using that to its advantage. That's that's uh, that's really interesting. And take. it gets you to the fun stuff, which is the being Spider Man stuff. Right. I don't love the parts where you're like walking around normal like when you're peter parker like that's like it's interesting for the story i understand why they have to do it yeah but like i want to be out there swinging i want to get out there and i want to swing yeah do you see the interview with the like head developer they asked why they toned down so much of the tech like all of his like toys and gear from this game compared to the first game Uh they said when they were writing it like this new game they were debating on how much they should put in and they were like well he is 
Spider-Man. Like, I don't think he needs to be a god. Yeah. Right, yeah. And they're also like, uh, people were complaining about uh, Mary Jane's levels where she's like, she basically has like a taser gun and she can sneak up and like stealth take down people and people were complaining that she's OP. And the developers were like, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's like, who, cares? who fucking cares? <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's great. But that's, I, I, that's my new favorite way to deal with any sort of feedback. Who fucking, who fucking cares? cares? <laughs> so that's what I'm playing. So thank you for letting me monologue about uh, yeah, Spider-Man. I, I loved love it. it. Loved it. I'll I'll give a quick Cyberpunk 2077 update, which is that which I know Kevin has, has been playing as well. I went for the rogue ending, which I'll say without you know just, uh, no without any spoilers. You just basically pick a a there are a few different characters you can ally with that takes you into the end game. Um, having done the Pan Am ending in a previous uh, save, uh, this is the direction I went with, and I actually found it really satisfying and, and pretty distinct. Um, my main thing from from finishing up uh, vanilla Cyberpunk 2077 is replaying the main game, which I'd already played after Phantom after doing Phantom Liberty, has really hammered home just how much more refined the Phantom Liberty section of the game is. Like I just like I, I'm not sure Matt, how you felt, Matt, but and and Kevin maybe a, a, as well. I don't know if you've been playing Phantom Liberty. Not Phantom Liberty, but I'm excited to play it. I I think you'll really like it because it is just like they've really dialed in what works about the. Um, uh, you know, the structure of the quests, and I think they just have, like, a really great, like, main uh, a story thread that they're following there that that ends in a really satisfying way. And that includes that there are some post-game, quote-unquote, post-game Phantom Liberty quests. After mm-hmm. you finish the main quest there, there's some more stuff that's happening as a consequence of whatever outcome you picked, and th- that I found really satisfying. I thought those were yes. really cool quests as well, so. Uh, uh, but that said, I really enjoyed my time with, two, with 2.0. Uh, Mario Wonder also been playing... I kind of feel embarrassed that this might be my game of the year because it's kind of it feels like a basic pick, but it's just like yeah. like I like the new Mario game, but it is just so well executed. Um, it's so fun. It's pure joy. You know what it feels like? I, I was looking at another game on my shelf, which we got for this podcast, which is a Balan Wonderworld, <laughs> and that game. I think we all like as we were playing it, we were all just like disoriented and confused. It made us think we hated video games. Yeah, it made us feel like, it put us into a hallucinatory state. But this, it's that same sort of sensation here because everything that's happening is so dazzling and like overwhelming and like, you know, uh, just like the entire layout of a stage transforming on the fly and you having completely new objectives and having to figure out what that's going. It, 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 It puts you into kind of a fugue state, but it's like purely joyous. And and mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm just really impressed by this design. Um, uh, I, I've heard this reference that I've heard this talked about, but there there's some longtime Mario veterans on the team, um, and, which kind of ties into where we're going with our topic here. Uh, but it was uh, uh, produced by uh, Takashi Tezuka and designed by Shigefumi Hino, and uh, they both are in their 60s, and they worked both of them worked on Super Mario World uh, for the Super Nintendo, and they co-created Yoshi. The two. The uh, fathers of Yoshi wow. uh, are part of the Mario Wonder team. Um, also, if you look through the credits, it's just insane. Like Tezuka co-directed the original Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers Three, uh, Yoshi's Island. Uh, he produced Super Mario Galaxy and Mario Maker. Uh, Hino co-directed Yoshi's Island. He co-directed Pikmin One through Three. It's just like a like just working on all these huge 
um, just like totemic uh, Nintendo first party games. Uh, and, you know, I, I think the the merging of that and then, you know, whatever new blood they got in there, it's just it's, it's created this amazing game that feels timeless, but also contemporary. I, I, I'm really, really enjoying it. And the, the music's also fantastic. Music's great. Yeah, the music is great. The level design is great. Guys, I really don't like playing as that elephant. I I, fu- I I would go so far as to say I fucking hate it. If we were doing bar, I will look. I'll say this: I was excited for the elephant. I do think the elephantized version of the characters are like cool looking, um, and fun. I'm a little underwhelmed by the elephant as well. I wouldn't say that the elephant fills me with wonder. <laughs> It fills me with a mild sense of annoyance or disgust. I love the rest of the game yeah. so far, though. Yeah, I, I'm I'm having a blast with it. If we were going, and which we did as part of our three-part, uh, we did like a three-part <laughs> series on our pay on our old paywall where we did the uh, for Stitcher Premium uh, when that existed. That was the uh, we ranked every Mario power up. Yeah, and I think I pro I think. Elephant might be like a C tier for me. I don't. I'm not loving I, it. I don't. I don't like the animation on its trunk. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like how it gets a bubble in its trunk when it goes in the water. I don't like it. I don't. Mind I don't that. like. I don't like it. I don't like the <laughs> elephant. I don't want it. Um, I would have to agree that like I do. I like it, and I like its. I like its use cases. Um. It's like a B for me, probably. Yeah, like if I had to, if I had to rank it, I'm much more uh, enjoying Bubble Mario. Bubble Mario's a hoot. I love the bubble. Yeah, love Bubble Mario. He blows bubble a bubble, Mario. Kevin. A lot of fun. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um, I'll also mention it just because I, I know we're transitioning into to Mario Wonder here, but I, I'll also mention that I've been playing more Slay the Spire, which was I look. There's an iOS version on Apple Arcade, which I I forgotten I was still paying for, um, and uh, it is a really good version of it uh yeah it, it, it's one of those things like i can't believe i'm sending money for this shit i haven't been using but i but i installed it just for curiosity's sake because i was playing it on pc and it is really good i just i can't have this game on my phone it's yeah. uh, like because here's part of the thing it's it's a it's a roguelike deck builder but the thing i'd forgotten about this having been away for this game for a while is just how long the runs are like the like the last run I finished on my phone was two hours and thirty five minutes in playtime. Like I can't be looking at my phone this long. No, that playing can't a be fucking good. playing this card game. So you can I only look at your it. phone for that long if you're just like looking at your phone. Exactly. Yes, that's okay. But playing it <laughs> playing a dedicated game, it it, it feels a uh, uh, yeah, it feels like a waste. Uh, all right, let's transition to our topic for today: Tears of the Kingdom. T-I-E-R-S, and we're talking about 2D Mario games. So these are mainline Marios only, and these are only the 2D games. We're going to go all the way back to, well, oh, Matt, I guess we'll find out exactly uh, where we're starting here. And I think that I will just say, and it, it should hopefully go without saying, but our Super Mario Brothers Wonder ranking is provisional because none of us have finished the game as of this record. That's right. So I have it up here, and it looks like this tier list in particular has all has all the big boys. Has all the the classics that you would expect. Got it. So we're skipping. It looks like the original Mario Brothers. We can add it here, but it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. I feel like the classic Mario platformer is it. 
I mean, like if I was gonna, I would honestly probably give Mario Brothers a C or D tier. It's it's not the mo- it's a fine single screen arcade game, but it's not the most exciting thing. Right. Um. So we'll start with Super Mario Brothers One. That's first up. Guys, what is what are we doing? Looking at this list, are we really gonna like none of these games is gonna be a D? Uh, I, I would put this first one in D. Uh, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it as high as um, A or S, I think. I think, obviously, you need this. This is like, it sets the template. It's perfectly playable today. Super Mario Brothers? Uh, There's no way I'm going back to the first one if I could play one of the later ones. I think that, I think this might just be an, a, a fact uh, the fact that you're 10 years younger than me, Matt, yes. because I would do that. Get and your I hands played... off my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I played this game, you know, on an NES when I was a kid. Yeah. Endlessly replayable, finished it as a kid, have gone back and finished it as an adult. I I think it's just like, I think the physics and the control are, are amazingly tight for a game of this era. Uh, I think that it it offered so much of the Mario iconography that still stands with the game, including the Koji Kondo theme uh, and themes, multiple songs that are still mm-hmm. re- being reused to this day. And I I don't know I I just think it's it's so fun. I to me this is this is an A or S tier. I I would maybe say A tier just to give us room to grow, but I I think it's I think it's so great. I I would say A tier, and that's because I know what the S tier requires. Yes. Like, I know which of these games is an S tier, so I think it is an A tier. But that being said, it is it is such an, uh, it, like, it's not just a great game. It is a great tutorial system des- masked as a game. That is very because true. Because it was also creating the language by by which you were learning to play a Mario game while playing it like that that you see a guy walking towards you and you have two buttons you can press and one of them doesn't seem to do anything and you press the other button and you jump like it's it's it it's it's the staging design is teaching everything you need to know about how to beat the stage as you play it without any pop-up or like you know fucking character being like you know, you know, you could jump on the head of a monster and kill it. Look out, right. Mario! Like none of that stuff is happening. It's invisible. It's so fucking good. It's a, it's an A tier game for sure. Yeah, the, you're talking about uh, you know World One One that first stage, which is just maybe yeah the best tutorial mission ever in terms of introducing everything and uh, you know enemies, power ups, uh, uh, jumping over pits. Uh, it's it's just all presented there, but it's presented in such an elegant, invisible way to the user. And this was also, you, you know, this was before the era of tutorial modes and, and tooltips and shit. But this was the era when there was an expectation that the gamer would read the manual. And you don't have to yeah. read the manual to play Super Mario Brothers. Um, no. But that's just what to me one aspect of it. I also just think like the all the varied level design, uh, the the and the progression is really satisfying, and just the creativity and figuring out that this like ba- effectively inventing the modern the side scroller, uh, the platform game, a genre which persists to today. Um, yep. Let's 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 put it in A. Let's put it in A. Okay, hey. great. Uh, that brings us to uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 Japan, uh, a.k.a. The Lost Levels when it was released over here. Now, I have a lot less time I spent with this game uh, than I have with Super Mario Brothers, but I did play this. I did play through this um, and have revisited a few times as part of the Super Nintendo collection. You know, I'm actually realizing, I've said before, 
um, my there was a, we had we had a, a family on our block, uh, and uh, they had a Japanese uh, Famicom, and I I actually played the original Super Mario Brothers two on that, so I did play that back in the day, uh, but I, I would I would argue for this to be a little lower. Uh, it's not the difficulty is the issue. I think the difficulty is fun. It's more that this one doesn't really do a ton to innovate. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of just like more uh, more Super Mario Brothers. Again, a great game. Had some things like the Poison Mushroom. Um, but but overall, I feel like this one is just does not advance the franchise the way some other games are. I I'd maybe argue for this for C tier. People are gonna get mad. Maybe I don't know. I'd put it I'd put it in C tier because it's it it does feel like more of mario brothers yeah and that you know what i mean like it's not it's 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 of it's more of super mario brothers as opposed to the way that we experience modern 2d super mario brothers games is what is the new thing you know what i mean right yeah yeah i i i agree i haven't spent as much time with uh this one but i think it i think it it can get comfy in the c tier there and you know, I think maybe the next one, <sighs> man, it could even oof. go a little lower. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Two in Japan for the Famicom sold two million six hundred fifty thousand copies. Isn't that insane? Wow. That's this kind amazing. of like a game that's called the Lost Levels overseas, still just like an enormous hit. Yeah, that's great. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's look at Super Mario Brothers Two, a game I liked more when we revisited for the podcast, uh, aka Super Mario USA. Uh, this is the reskin Doki Doki Panic uh, that has introduces elements like you know uh, playable Peach and Toad, and also every the the, the other characters, including Luigi, having their own um, specific abilities. Uh, also, things like you know shy guys, uh, the bombs are introduced in this game. It's a weird game. It's very much its own thing. Yeah. I do re- I do have a lot of affection for it. It has one of the best character selection themes of all time. Oh my god, it's so good. And it also has one of the best overworld themes of all time. Um I don't think it goes higher than a C tier though because it's it's like what it, it's not it's I don't want to be a purist but it's not really a Mario game, is it? No, I think it, it it's it's interesting that they've never tried really like a Super Mario Brothers 2 2 or like a Super Mario Brothers USA 2, you mm-hmm. know, like they've just like advanced the same play style like they've just sort of uh you know they figured out how to fit some elements that are in this game into the the franchise at large, but they've kind of dispensed with how this game plays. But I do think it's 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 interesting and fun. I think like pulling up the vegetables and tossing them is just like I I don't know that like pulling up yanking shit out of the the ground is a kind of fun mechanic. You like to yank. I love to yank. I love throwing a potion and and ducking inside the door. I mean it's it's also like so fucking weird and dreamy, which obviously makes sense with the ending. But maybe the solution here, yeah, Heather, to to keep people from getting mad at us is we just put it at C tier with lost levels. Wow, the two um, Mario yeah. twos yeah. at level at at the C tier. I, th- I mean, I prefer it to. I prefer to USA to to Japan, but also that's the game I grew up with. So of course I'm gonna feel that way. I don't remember liking it when we played it on the show. I think I I didn't I didn't care for it, but that was also my first experience with it. Yeah. So I was just it was new to me, and I I, I didn't I didn't love it. Uh, Super Mario Brothers three. This is a, maybe the easiest S tier of this whole exercise. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Just jam yeah. that up there. I was I was I was worried that you guys were gonna fight for it to not be S tier. Super Mario Brothers 3 is a perfect game. It's perfect. It's you literally can't improve on Super Mario Brothers 3 with the technology of the time or maybe even ever. Like it is fu- it's so fucking perfect. And it's also one of the most beautiful boxes ever designed. Like it is perfect happiness. Yes. It's be- it's it's beautiful colors. The art has never aged. Super Mario Brothers 3 is a, is a perfect game. It has one of my favorite levels in any game ever. Uh Kuribo's shoe where you hop in the big oversized shoe and it's the only level this mechanic is used at all and you can use it to stomp on enemies and um uh, you know, uh, walk over pir- uh, piranha plants. Like it gives you all these different abilities that are only used in this one circumstance. Uh, and then it just moves away from it. And I think like a lot of 2D game design or a lot of platform game design has borrowed from this. The idea of like, hey, let's introduce one distinct mechanic. A game like Inside is like that. Here's a, here's a new distinct mechanic. We're yeah. going to explore it to its full and then dispense with it. And then it's gone. And Wonder is doing the same thing. Um, but that uh, that aside, like, the 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 diversity of of each individual world, like how just just dis- distinct they feel, and uh, all the different power ups that that exist, like Mario flying for the first time, and that happening via consuming a leaf and turning into a raccoon, uh, and wagging your tail to to go aerial, like all that shit's just so fucking weird. Uh, the music's great. I, I yeah, this this game is. I prefer Super Mario World, which we'll get to, but this is this Whoa. is absolutely an S tier game. Super wow. Mario 3, easy S-tier. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Tanuki Mario, we love Tanuki Mario. Damn it, Donald. You belong in prison for that take. I think the <laughs> DOJ is going to indict you a second time. <laughs> I did everything for right, those, and they indicted those, me. <laughs> for those of you joining us for the first time as we join the HeadGum Network... <laughs> Um, this is a comedy podcast. The boys podcast. are doing an impression of a YouTube compilation of AI voices where the presidents do um, tier rankings on video games. Yes. All right, let's just put uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 in S tier and move on because I've got to put Malia to bed. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Go on. I don't even know Super who Mar- that is. Here, here's the thing. Me and, me and the boys get used to get down at the watering hole and play Super Mario Brothers 3. It's an easy S tier. Who is that? I think, I think I'm being Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Super Mario Brothers land. Speaking of presidents, you ever see that photo of Hillary Clinton playing Game Boy on, on a plane? Yeah, yeah on like Air Force Tetris. One. Yeah, Air Force One. It's crazy. I had Real a time poster castle. of that in my room. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Brothers <laughs> Land is up. I think Super Mario Brothers Land is great. I think it's I think it's really cool. Uh, I didn't have a Game Boy at the time, but I did play it uh, on a friend's uh, friend's uh, Game Boy, and I've also played an emulation. Uh, I'm I'm curious if either of you played this back in the day, but I think this is a re- this is a, a really fun. I, I guess my I guess I have a little bit less. Um, boy, it's interesting to look at this list because I'm, I'm wondering if Super Mario Brothers Land Three is even on here. That which is which is where we introduce Wario. Hmm. Uh, but I, I, I just I have a like like in my memory a little bit less specific uh, grasp of how to rank these ver- the Mario Lands versus each other because they all feel like kind of the same to me. Um, but well, I would I would no, maybe I- put this as a B tier. I'm 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 not sure what you think. 
Mario Land 2 is weird. I mean, I'm so, sorry. Super Mario Land is weird. Yeah, it's it has like weird. the bouncy, it, the bouncy fireballs instead of like the, like they bounce like full screen or something. It's shit. like a ball you throw in, instead of a, yeah. a like a, a typical fireball. Yeah. Whereas Super Mario Land Two is more like Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Three converted to a Game Boy. Like Super Mario Land is is a weird game. It's like got weird physics and stuff too. And like weird animation. I I would put it at, at a B tier because it's weird. Okay. Uh and I would save if I'm ranking these Game Boy games, I would save Super Mario Land 2 for an A tier, but it might also be a B tier. Hmm. Don't know. Uh I don't know. What do you what do you think, Matt? I was gonna say I haven't I haven't spent as much time with the land series, if I'm being honest. I didn't have uh, my first Game Boy was a Game Boy Color, but I didn't have my first, my very first Mario game was uh, Super Mario, uh, Super Mario World for the Game Boy Advance. That was like my very first Mario. That's wild. Game. I know, and I had maybe played a little bit, like you know, at like my uncle's house or whatever. But like my first memory of like playing a complete Mario game from start to finish was Super Mario World. Um, let's, uh, let's leave it in B tier for now. Yeah. I am just reading about it. And this is, this is a fascinating detail. Uh, Super Mario Land outsold Super Mario Brothers 3. Wow. Because you wow. just, just the Game Boy is just that like, you know. More ubiquitous. Bucket, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But 18 million wow. copies. Yeah. They're playing it on Air Force One. <laughs> well, who knows what else was going on. <laughs> wow. I like to play that on a different plane. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, get the batteries. <laughs> uh, Super Mario, what's next? Oh, Super Mario World Jesus is next. Christ. <laughs> Socks. Socks. Super Mario World, to me, this is a... I prefer it to... I prefer it to land... Or, I'm sorry, to, to three. I prefer it to three... Uh, because I just think like it's I I love Yoshi. Uh, I love the the aesthetic of World. I think the upgrade to 16 bit just like it gives it a a, a, yeah. a level of graphical uh, and audio polish that you just weren't able to achieve on the or the earlier hardware. And I, I think the cape feels a little bit better to me than the raccoon tail in terms of power ups. But I just think it's such a cool design, and I think all, it's just a it's it's got an amazing end game. Um, I think the way that you can navigate the map, the the totally connected world map, not divided into distinct, um, uh, you, you know, distinct worlds, is is so cool. And I don't know, I, I just I I absolutely adore this game. It's probably the the Mario game I've played the most. I think I, to so. me this is an S tier. Yeah, this is an easy S to me. Like I remember playing this. Like I said, on the Game Boy Advance and just being blown away, uh, like honestly by the scope of it, like the fact that there are secret levels, I was like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe I found something that was supposed to be hidden. Uh, and I know that it's in other Mario yes, games yeah. too, but like, uh, like to me, that was my first exposure to it. I was like, this is, I wasn't even supposed to find this. This yeah. is a little secret just for me. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, like, that, that feeling of discovery is incredible. It feels really great. That's that to me unless Heather says otherwise, is an easy S tier. Well, I don't want to turn this into a Heather gets her way. Um, <laughs> I just I just want to say 
I don't like Super Mario World as much as Super Mario Brothers 3. That's fair. There's a reasonable opinion. And I don't like Super Mario World as much as I like Sonic and Sonic 2. Wow. And um I, I can understand that. At the time, you know, as a as a Genesis kid, like playing Sonic and seeing Super Mario World, I kind of had this feeling of like it felt like going backwards from like a place that I had already been beyond. And Sonic felt like something beyond Mario. Like, right. So I, I, I guess I don't have the same nostalgia associated with it. But, you know, by the time we get to the N64, like Super Mario, like, I, and I know that we're not ranking that game. So I'm not saying that like, oh, I was beyond Mario at that point in my life. It just felt so slow and and like thick compared to the games that I was playing at the time that I was a little disappointed in Super Mario World. I recognize it as a classic and as an S tier game. Right. But I think it's worth voicing that feeling. Uh, I will say that, you know, like this is this is the uh, Genesis does what, what Nintendo don't era and they would run commercials with the side by side of Super Mario World and Sonic the Hedgehog and it would feel positively plotting uh, versus, yeah. you know, the just the just the kinetic momentum that you felt from the 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 the, uh, the from Sonic and so I I can I can totally get that I I think it's it's just such a cool design um it, let's 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 leave it at S tier because I think no, it's like I I, I, rank I, it. I don't disagree with it being an S tier game yeah uh, uh, uh all right let's move on to Super Mario Land two. Uh, this is six golden six coins. Golden coins. That's right. Six golden coins. <laughs> Introduces Wario as the antagonist. A huge game just for that reason. He probably wanted um, those coins, didn't he? He one hundred percent did. He's very greedy. <laughs> I think this is an is a is a solid B plus okay. or A game. I could I could argue. Yeah, I mean just. From the Wario of it all, I'm happy to put it in A, um, only so that I don't have to make a a B plus tier. Yeah, let's not make a new tier. We can we can figure this out. Uh it's it. This is this is tricky because when I think of like a, I don't know. Actually, are we gonna get? Oh, we might get there. So I'll just save the discussion. Um, but like there, there, there are Mario games that I think of as like, oh, this is maybe like a there. There is at least one Mario game where I was like, this is maybe a D tier Mario. But I, I'm kind of wondering if we should start doing some downward nudging just to mm. create create some more space in the middle here. Because I'm like, is I mean to to, to Heather's point, are we are we gonna say if we're gonna say Super Mario Land two uh, uh, is is an improvement over Super Mario Land? Should it just be at, at a tier above it? Or do we just cram them both in B tier and just sort of ex accept that one is like a little bit better than the other or is regarded as better than the other? Like I said, my memory I think foggy. Super Mario Land 2 is the best of the Game Boy Super Marios. Mm -hmm. It is not an S tier game, but it's an A, a tier game. So you want to put it up like in it A tier? Gave, yeah, it gave you the full Mario experience on Game Boy. That was crazy. Yeah, I could I, it's, I could put it, it in like front it, of Super Mario Land in the B tier. That does. That doesn't help anything. <laughs> put it put an A tier. Let's put it in A. Great. All right. All right. We're we got another Super Mario uh game for the Super Nintendo, 
we're talking uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, though people usually forget the first part of that. I love this game. This game's incredible. It's so good. The uh, The aesthetic is gorgeous. Um, I, if, I, if this was my own list, I, I might jam this up in S tier just because I think it's just I, such a pristine game. It is aesthetically, it has not aged a fucking inch. Yeah. It is so fucking gorgeous to look at. It has got such good music. The only, the only like compelling argument you could make that this game isn't an S tier game is the sound of baby Mario crying, Mm. which is among the most grating sounds ever created in a video game. But as a gameplay element encourages you to catch him so that you can stop hearing that sound. It's it, it's also like like it's not like when Donkey Kong Country and stuff came out, you would be like, oh well, this is like these are all pre rendered. These aren't actually being made on the on the uh, Super Nintendo, right? But when you saw Yoshi's Island, you were like, how are they fucking doing this? Because it was really being made by the console. Yeah, it was it. it, it you know, it's these were these were. I mean, they're. they're both were sprites, but these weren't like these these pre rendered, you know, three D models. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it, it's a completely different look to it. I I think that games really. I I mean, here's the thing, and I was trying, I was searching for this quote, and I've, I haven't been able to find it, and it's maybe apocryphal, but I remember reading years ago that they'd had a different sound of effect for Crying Baby Mario, and the issue was in playtesting. Uh, the user would not go retrieve baby Mario. So they're like, mm. we have to make this, and this is the thing you were talking about, Heather, but like, we have to make this more like an actual baby's cry to incentivize the user to go get it. Um, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I, that was always my defense of, of that choice. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you think, Matt? If you, if I had to make a list mm-hmm. of maybe my top 10 favorite video games, I think Yoshi's Island is somewhere in the top ten. If I if the wow, criteria that's wild. If, I love this. If the criteria is I have to put pick games from like every uh you know system or whatever. Yeah. Because I think I spent so much time. I've like replayed Yoshi's Island so much when I had it. Uh, I mean I had all these games on like the Game Boy Advance, so like it's a little bit different maybe. But like I, I spent so much time with Yoshi's Island. I. I think I completed it on all three saves that you're allowed. Yeah, and I uh, like I just I love it. I think it's such a perfect game. Uh, it, like you guys said, aesthetically, top to bottom, it it looks great today. It plays great today. It rules. I'm. I would argue to put it in the S tier. Let's do it. Let's do it. Fucker. It's love maybe this. maybe it's yes. boring. Maybe it's I love safe. This for us. But I think it's I think yes. it's fun. Uh, all right, what's what's up next? We got is it Super Mario Brothers Land Three Deluxe? It looks like Deluxe. Oh, over Deluxe! Here on oh, yeah. Super Mario Brothers Deluxe for the Game Boy Color. Do we want to rate this one separately? What is it? Because this is a collection, right? This is this yeah. is a, a effectively a, a remaster of the original Super Mario Brothers. Nah, skip it. Skip it. Because uh, then, uh, the, but then the next one that it jumps to, which might not be correct, right? Isn't that what it is? Uh, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe? Yeah. yeah. I think it's just, it's it's Super Mario for the Game Boy Color. I think. 
Are you looking it up? Yeah, it, it is. It's it's Super Mario Brothers and the Lost Levels is included. So it's like a compilation of those two. Yeah, I don't think we need to rate it separately. Nope. Uh, okay, so that brings us to, and I guess we're, I guess Wario Land, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario Land 3 rather is not included here because it's maybe a Wario game. Uh, and and neither is the Virtual Boy Wario Land. Which- easy oh, right. S, easy S tier. <laughs> <laughs> Wario's just like me. I love Wario. We understand each other. I am Wario. Um. All right. Let's move on. Uh, uh, wow. That brings us to new Super Mario Brothers. That's next. Can that be correct? Because I, mean, I mean, I guess then they spent time in the 3D games more than they did the 2D games. Yeah. I guess there's point. not a huh. 2D Mario for. But it, this is this is what's strange about this particular tier list is that we don't have like the the Super Mario Brothers uh, two remake for the Game Boy Advance or the um uh, or the or Super Mario All Stars is also not on here, uh, and then the other one that's not on here is um uh, the one you were talking about the uh, Super Mario World, and actually they did a Yoshi's Island uh, port for they the, did, the yeah. Game Boy Advance. I guess we could just we'll just ignore all that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh. This is. This is fine. We'll go to new Super Mario Brothers. Wow. All, so we're we're going all the way to the Wii because for the entire that was all basically what they're making for Game Wait, Boy Advance. Right. Isn't new Super Mario Brothers DS? This first one was. Oh, for that's the, right. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking of new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yes. There's new Super Mario Brothers for DS, and then new Super Mario Brothers Two is also on the DS. Uh, new Super Mario Brothers. You know, it revitalized uh, the 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 2D. Fran- uh, side of the franchise a little bit. I don't know. I don't love any of the new games. I don't want to sound like a fuddy this duddy. Game. You hated, I hated this. it. I hated New Super Mario Brothers. I felt it felt like I, if I'm going to play a Mario game, it's for like some specific experience of gameplay physics that is like constantly satisfying and like. I think I can do this and therefore this will happen. And I think Wonder really nails that sense of physics. New Super Mario Brothers felt loose and weird and sloppy to me. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hate this game. I feel better about it than its sequel, which we'll talk about. I would maybe put this in the C tier. Um, yep. Let's do it. With Mario Let's 2 and Lost it. Levels, although I like Mario 2 and Lost Levels both more than this. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Wii, I mean, is that the, in the same territory, or does that go up to B tier? I don't know. I also didn't love this game. I, I, I don't even think I played this game. I definitely played this, and I definitely was excited to have a new 2D Mario on console. I played this I, and li- and liked it fine, but I, yeah, the I Wii was it. not big in our house, really. I don't know. I didn't love it. I... I, I I hated I hated New Super Mario Brothers so much that when they were like it's New Super Mario Brothers for the Wii, I think I was just like this is a skip. <laughs> and I've played every every other one of the Mario games on this list, even New Super Mario Brothers 2 because at some point I was like okay, I I'll give it another shot. But like I didn't I don't think I played New Super Mario Brothers Wii. I I think I think I skipped it. Um, I, I can't believe that. I definitely played this and had this, and I would say maybe just just jam it in C tier next to new SMB. That's wow. in, that's in C. I will make a case for at least new Super Mario Brothers two being in the B tier. 
because I believe this one was on the 3DS and it was in Oh, maybe that's where I got it. It was in 3D and as you can see from the cover art, the whole thing is getting coins. You get so many coins the whole time and you're just like it's like all you're doing kind of. It's the classic Mario stuff, but there's coins everywhere. Um, I loved the premise of this game. This is the one I was going to argue for D tier because actually this is a step oh, backwards wow. from Super Mario Hell. Brothers. But I'm not going to fight for it. I'm just going to say that D tier is looking pretty empty, and this to me is kind of the 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 low point of the series. I you're being extremely I, sus right now. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's sus is uh the bank accounts for your Trump Foundation. <laughs> I I definitely played New Super Mario Brothers 2. If it is indeed for the 3DS, that's why I got it was because I was like, well, I need a fucking Mario game on my 3DS. Um, it the coins sound is so good that it felt like it's such a weird thing to say that it felt like you were making money while you were playing this game. Yeah, it's like all which is of, such a the whole game is a bonus stage, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I don't remember it being a great game. I just remember it kind of being funny that it would be like coins don't really matter in like it's not like when you collect rings in Sonic, it's to keep you alive. Like in Mario, the coins only do, like they only give you like a a life. And I this game wasn't hard enough to require you to get like 300 yeah, lives. You can end you can end like a section of the game and have like. 40 lives. Well, the goal is to, yeah. to, to collect 1 million coins, which I yeah. think is a, a great premise. I think that's really fun. The idea of just like, hey, let's see how many fucking coins you can get. 1 so. million coins. <laughs> that's good. Um, Kevin literally slapped his knee at that. <laughs> I'm playing to Kevin. <laughs> I put these impressions on S tier. <laughs> I would say I'm looking at the tier list right now. Mm. I said B tier, you said D tier. That evens out to C tier. C tier is getting crowded. I'm nervous about how this looks. Yeah. And cuz I don't think in good conscience I could say so many of these Mario games are mid. Here here's what I'm going to say. I think we I think we nudge Mario Super Mario Brothers up to S tier. It's just like it's one of the most important games ever made. Okay. And I think it's still very playable today. I think right. we, I think we. Now uh, it looks perfect to me. <laughs> I think we move because because we've actually made a big C. Yeah. On, yes, yeah. The, on whole the, list, chart. the whole list is a C C tier. Guys, I I think this is right. I think what we have is right. I I think you're about to fight for Hillary Mario the, is the, mid. Uh, you're you're fighting against the startling realization that some Mario games are so perfect that they make you think that the rest of the series is also perfect. Yeah. But I do think that the rest of this, that most of the Mario games are, are kind of mid. And I, I, I think we've got a couple more S tier games in front of us, but like this feels right to me. I, I was going to make the, the, that's the, that's a convincing case. I was going to make the argument for, we just make C tier, the new Super Mario Brothers tier, and we just nudge up Lost Levels and Super Mario Brothers too, because no. I think those are better ah. than. Do you do you like do you like New Super Mario Brothers in the same level as those? I like I Super think, Mario Brothers too, at least. 
Oh, I think I like Lost Levels better than New Super Mario Brothers. That's what I was going to say. We we nudge those up. We put those up to B tier. But I don't think Mario 2 USA is better than New Super Mario Brothers. Hmm. I think those three games are real mid. Now that's what I'm talking about. All right, let's let's do let's just make that adjustment then. And then let's let's Great. put New Super Mario Brothers 2 into the same tier. And you know what? New it's fucking New Super Mario Brothers U same well I had the same reaction to this game. This game's like fucking whatever, you know. Yeah. This was this was the like post all right, this is like the Treasure Planet era of uh, <laughs> Disney animation. Because then they re-released like, this as a Switch port, and yeah. it's 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 kind of. I agree. Like I never even finished it because I was like, "Well, this is just kind of nothing." I did finish it. It's fine. It's just it just is a little uninspired. And I think if it didn't have the Mario IP, it would just be kind of ignored. Damn. You know, or it just wouldn't be notable. You, didn't you know have to what do I mean? Them like that? I don't know. I mean, like I whatever. It's it's. <laughs> I I didn't love. I also didn't love the uh, the the new power ups in in Mario Brothers U. Um, the next one here on wait, Heather, you were saying something. I don't remember <laughs> what I was saying. Um, the next one here on the list, I think, is controversial because I don't think it belongs here. Absolutely not, because like also, what this list is insane. Yeah, this 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 is with the mm. one you're pointing at is Super Mario 3D World. If we're gonna rank that, wait. we should also rank 3D Land. But those are 3D games. We're doing a 2D tier list. Yeah, so and, forget about but it. But here's the thing: Super Mario 3D World is S tier. It is. Yeah, that game's incredible. I love that. I love 3D Land too. I think they're both great. I but think, it's not. Oh, yeah. It's not 3D, and it's it's isometric. Like it's not really 3D. Like you would you would put Sonic. What is it? Sonic Spinball or whatever the fuck. Like if you were ranking all the Sonic 2D games, you would put that awful Sonic game in your list, and you would rank it D tier. So I think you put Super Mario 3D World, which is. It you can't you cannot jump in 3D in you you I mean you can I think oh, I think I, it's I understand what you're saying Heather and I I let me pick up let me pick up this thread and argue for its placement in in the tier list this while this is a 3D game it is spiritually and functionally it plays like the 2D games where. Yes, you have a somewhat 3D plane, but the objectives and the uh, the way you go about the world is more inspired by the 2D games than they are the 3D games. If we're gonna do that, then we also have to include Super Mario 3D Land. I'll, I'll, down, I'll download a, a a JPEG right now and uh, and make it so. I do think it's going to be a little confusing that our 2D tier list has two two 3D games with 3D well, in their title. All right, if we're going to argue for this, then I also think we need to argue that the only true 3D game that exists in Mario is so, like Mario 3D Land is the only one that's actually in 3 those are the only ones that are in 3D. So we should, are, like, we, are we going to throw Super Galaxy Mario. in here? What are we doing? I mean, come on. No, That's a 3D Mario Super, game. No, no, I'm saying that Super Mario 64 is still a two-dimensional game. You're playing it on a two-dimensional surface. <laughs> <laughs> like, these if, are the only three-dimensional games in the entirety of Super Mario. If we want to do all the Marios, it's whatever. It's like, what, what, well, what do we have left? We've got to throw in, we'd have to throw in 64, uh, 
Sunshine, Galaxy, I don't, Galaxy I don't have time Two. For that. I don't no. think any I don't of us have, have time, time for that. that. No, I don't have time. So for let's that. Not, let's forget about it. If we if we are insist, I I oppose this, but I'll go with the majority. If we insist on including 3D Land and 3D World, I would put 3D World in S tier and, and 3D Land in A tier. I, I love 3D I, I Land. I do too. Great. Uh, I'm I'm doing it. Okay, great. And okay. Don't S-tier. don't add 3D us. World. Uh, a tier, 3D Land. Perfect. Just a bigger C. It is a bigger C, actually. We've actually done uh, Heather's good observation, Kevin. Yeah, we've done Heather's uh, her her wish. Well, next game. Now I think it's going to turn into like a weird short F because I don't think anyone can argue for Super Mario Run being above D tier. (laughs) No, this is a this is a mobile game that's just so so boring. It's I downloaded it and I think I had it on my phone for ten minutes and just was like, nah, I'm good on this. My, no, my main memory of Super Mario m- Run is handing the phone to my nephew and him immediately somehow spending $10. <laughs> that, I thought it was going to be more damning than that. I thought it was going to be him being like, I don't want this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frog, that's funny. That's God so crazy. Uh, all right. The last one is, uh, and and that does that bring us to Super Mario Wonder? Is that, there nothing we've missed? That brings us to Super Mario Wonder. Um, uh, ones that aren't included in this list. If we want to talk about a Mario Maker, to me is like an an A tier game. That's that's really great. I had some fun with, uh, you know. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, Mario All Stars. I'm not sure if we would. In, I mean, Mario All Stars is an S tier just for the games that it includes. Yeah. Um. Mario Maker Two. I'm not sure how we rank that, but I like I, I'm maybe those maybe the Mario Makers are kind of their own thing, and we 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 kind of think of them like the compilation game because yeah, because I think I mean while they do have prefab uh, levels and their their own like designed ones, I think the thing that makes those games fun and interesting is that the the user created uh, levels, right? Yeah, but which is also yeah. Awesome. It's yes. great, but I think they're kind of their own thing for these purposes. I agree. Uh, and then the, that brings us to Mario Wonder. I'm I'm going to provisionally put this in A tier. I think this one probably ends up at S tier if I'm enjoying this as much as I think I do through the end game. Yeah. Um, but I'll just put it in A tier for now. I, I'm not I sure wanna, what anyone else thinks. I want to point out that Nick Weiger is like, this might be my game of the year. Mm-hmm. It's an A tier game. In a year where like fucking Baldur's Gate has come out. Yeah. In a year where, like, Tears of the Kingdom came out, I, I'm not even a huge Tears of the Kingdom fan. Like, there's so many incredible games that came out this year that for you to be like, this might be my game of the year, but it's only an A-tier game is well, pretty wild. Dude. Right. I'm just I'm just giving room in case as we continue, because, you know, it, I'm like in the mid-game, but maybe once I get to the late game, I'll kind of be exhausted by it or something. I, I don't know. We could also just not include it. If none of us feel comfortable giving it a no, grade right I, now, I'm happy to. I'm happy to put it in A tier. I would put it in B tier because of the elephant. Um, but I'm not going to be that. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't. We can't just go off of that. Like, uh, right. we add an E tier. Nick for, for elephant. Yeah, for yes. elephant. Yeah, all the way at the bottom. I'm just saying we can add an E tier for elephant. <laughs> can you add a W A A A one for Wario? Too? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is a, a comfy spot in the A tier with room to grow. Of course, I yeah. think. The, the time spent in it so far, I, I, I have been really enjoying it. Um, time will tell if it reaches the heights of the S t- of the S tier, but I think it's um, trending toward that trajectory. I, I feel Oof. pretty good about this list. Any adjustments anyone wants to make? Um, I'd like to put Super Mario Brothers 2, a.k.a. Super Mario USA, in the D tier. 
Um, <laughs> I disagree with that. I would argue that for New Super Mario Brothers 2, but I think we're both in okay. the... Like, We've reached an impasse. We're both we're, we're an impasse there, and I think the thing to do is to leave them both in C tier. Yeah. I, I think this, this, this tier list looks good to me because it feels... I, I like what it revealed to us, which is what I've always kind of secretly felt about Mario, is that the there's again there's these like four or five games of mario that are so perfect as they're like smithsonian level works of art yes and it's like you are looking at the the you know the entirety of every painting in a museum and you're like well these these four masterpieces are in here so everything else in the louvre is good but the truth is that a lot of the paintings in the louvre are fine and i know that's an insane thing to say mm -hmm. because i could never paint any of these the mona lisa I could never make... she's ugly <laughs> <laughs> she's mid i could never make a video game as good as any of the c-tier marios i couldn't even make a mario run like i couldn't make a d-tier mario game but i think this list is right because i don't know that a lot of the marios are perfect yeah and but but the ones that are so are good are so good like you were saying yeah, they're, yes they're incredible and i think this reflects that they are all that they are of varying quality and i think honestly you know hey to some degree all worth playing um yep. all right let, let, let me let, let's recap what our what our tier list is uh d tier at the bottom we got super mario run c tier super mario brothers 2 new super mario brothers new super mario brothers wii new super mario brothers 2 and new super mario brothers u uh, In the b tier we've got uh super mario land the original as well as super mario brothers 2 japan aka the lost levels in the a tier super mario land 2 uh six golden coins uh super mario 3d land um, in our 2D list and new and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. We've also got uh, in the S tier uh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers Two, Yoshi's Island, and Super Mario 3D World. I feel pretty good about this. I feel it's great a about great it. List. We did a great, a great job. List. We did it. This is actually now. This is just true. Yeah. Like this is now what the ranking is, and everybody has to be like, this is what it is. Actually. You guys were at each other's throats, but uh, in the end, we put together a pretty good list. You know what would be funny is to do a list that was all of the mainline Mario games, including the 3D ones, uh -huh. and all of the mainline Sonic games, including the 3D ones, all as a single list. That's fascinating. <laughs> well, we can just graph that onto this list if we ever continue. If you want to save this yeah. one, Matt, we can pick it up from there. I'll save this. Yeah. What is your favorite Wait. cover art of all these games? Because I feel like they're all pretty. Mario 3. Yeah. It's just it so iconic. I think it is Mario it's so 3. so fucking perfect. It's so perfect. 3 is yeah. amazing. I do love Yoshi's side eye in Super Mario World I was about so to say, much. I like how cheeky he looks. Mm hmm <laughs> You know, what I, I'm I'm realizing I don't have like a specific memory of is the Super Mario Brothers Japanese box art, the original. Oh yeah, there's like a that that Nintendo sticker on it, but like it's so small that it looks like a burger on the screen to me. But maybe it's just because I I would like to eat a burger. Um, burger sounds pretty. Good. Oh yeah, this one is fucking incredible. Look at that shit. Oh yeah, that's really that one great. is awesome. That's so good. It's just such a detailed uh, piece of art. Um. Well, since we got to the end of our tier list, how about a segment? Uh, okay. I love it. I, I don't know uh, what to call this segment because I think this is sort of a a, a one-and-done segment here. So uh, I'm just going to tell you uh, – I'm going to just read this little prompt that I wrote. 
It is not uncommon for video games to change development studios. So I'm going to name some video games, and you have to tell me the studios that have worked on them. What should we call this? Arrested Development? Um, oh, that's pretty Ooh, good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. This is called Arrested Development. I was gonna nice. I was gonna pitch Studio 60. On the Sunset Strip? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> well, it's also it's different studios. Studio Mixty? Hmm. On the development strip? I, arrested, arrested development. All right, so this, is, this is called Arrested Development. And so I just have a list of some video games and video game characters here. Uh-huh. And I, I, you guys have to tell me what studios. Um, I'll tell you how many studios have worked on them, and you can tell me how many you think you can name. Is I, I'm just coming up with the rules kind of on the floor. Great. Uh, so this first one is Crash Bandicoot, and there are three development studios. Oh, this is going to be fucking hard. I can already. Naughty this Dog. Is be so fucking hard. Yeah, Naughty Dog's one of them, but. Naughty Dog's one. Mm, Sony um, First Party? No. Um, Wait, oh, oh, well, hold on. Does, is this the <laughs> the game or the franchise? The, oh, the franchise. Oh, the, fran- oh, the franchise, not just okay. single game, yes. Okay, so um, I just can't remember the, the, I just can't remember the names of the studios that made later entries. Jesus, I don't know. I, this is, I'm, I'm done at Naughty Dog. Okay, I mean, there are there are three. I could just tell you the other two. Yeah, Traveler's Tales and Vicarious Visions. Right, Vicarious Visions is the sort of second go to house for like remakes and remasters. I feel like these days because uh, they did the Tony Hawk. Yeah, uh, and, game and as well, and Diablo too. That's right. Uh, this next one, Star Fox. There are. Five studios that have made Holy Star Fox shit. throughout the years. Um, Rare worked on one of them. That's right. Uh, Nintendo yes. worked on one of them. Oh, fuck. What uh, else? So we've got the... I'm just trying to think through them. Did, they had the... Um, yeah, what was the... What was the GameCube one? Oh, the GameCube one was the... Uh, no, but there was, a, there was another GameCube one, wasn't there? I don't know. Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, Star Fox Adventures is the rare one. There was a, but there's another GameCube one that's more Star Fox Armada. Is that the name mm, of it? Yeah, it sounds right. The fuck, the fucking made these fucking games. I don't know. Did Sega make one? <laughs> uh, no, Sega <laughs> did not make one. I can, I can tell you the others. Yeah, if, 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 yeah. Here we go. This is a hard. hard. This is hard. Segment. I kind of thought this was going to be too hard, and this is kind of why we're only going to do this the one time. Also, kind of <laughs> just ties into just you know us um, uh, moving networks. Um, <laughs> This one, the, so Star Fox uh, development has gone to yeah Nintendo, Rare, Namco. Q, oh Namco, that's who I was thinking of. Q Games and Platinum Games. Who made what, wow, what did Platinum. Q Games and what did what did Q Games make? Uh, I I don't have that in front of me unfortunately. Okay. I just have the studios. Uh, do not ask me questions, Nick. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next one is um, Star Fox Command. Star Fox was Command. The Q Games one. That was the uh, uh, that was the the Nintendo DS. Uh, shoot them up. You guys might be able to get this one. Mortal Kombat. Two studios. Kind of easy. Midway. Great. Acclaim. That's incorrect. <laughs> Acclaim published it for console, right? I believe so. Uh, so what, what fucking makes it now? I, I wish I knew the name of it. I don't follow the modern Mortal Kombats at all. It is, it's a subsidiary of, of Warner Brothers games, uh, NetherRealm. Okay. NetherRealm is owned by Warner Brothers. They developed the more recent uh, Mortal Kombat games because I believe Midway 
is no more. Losing so much fucking gamer cred now. Uh, this is sort of also why I created this game to just, uh, yeah, to humiliate the two of you. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront, two studios. Oh, this is uh, Pandemic worked on one of them. Uh, and then the other one was handed off to Dice. That is correct. They're both EA wow. games. Yeah. And EA, EA folded Pandemic. Yes. Which is a fucking, I interviewed there back in the day. Wow. What'd you ask people? <laughs> Why didn't I get the job? Where's the bathroom, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, where's the shitter? Uh, <laughs> uh, this one is sort of a more of a broad one, but Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's kind of bounced around by uh, developers, right? I mean, well, this. I, I if we're just including Nintendo first party broadly, that's yeah. got to be on there. Yeah. Uh, Rare, obviously. Rare. Yes. Retro. Yes. Um. Let's see. What else do we have? That's three of the five. We have Donkey Kong. Was Donkey Konga was also Nintendo first party, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 other Donkey Kongs are we missing? Um, um, Jungle Beat. Same should be the same team. What about the Donkey Kong Racing? Is that? Uh, yeah, Diddy Kong Racing count? was rare. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because Conquer was in Diddy Kong Racing. No, right. Um, do you out. do you have the do you have the names of the games? I don't have the names of the games in front of me, uh, which would have uh, made this a little easier. Can you, give, can you give us hints on, on... One of them has appeared on this list, uh, and one it, of them I've never seen before. Is it... Are these... Um, are these uh, Western developers? Uh, I believe so. Um, I mean, I'll just... I mean, one of these worked on the Star Fox uh, series as well. Oh, so just oh, man. two studios? Pl- uh, pl- no. Platinum Games, Donkey Platinum Kong. Games. Yeah. Uh, one of them's Namco. <laughs> And then the, uh, the other okay. one is, I think it's pronounced Paon, P-A-O-N. Another okay. studio that worked on Donkey Kong. Uh, and let's do- what, what, game, what, what, what game was that? Do we know? I don't, yeah, I don't no, have it don't. in front of me. Uh, I just have a, the list of studios. Um, the Fallout franchise, do you guys have any uh, memories of uh, the studios that well, worked Beth- on Fallout. Bethesda? It was Interplay yes. back in the day was the publisher, but I'm not, I'm I'm trying to remember the developer. Um, it wasn't Sierra? Black Isle, was it? It was Black Isle. Black that, Isle. Is, that is one of them. Holy shit! And then uh, the current ones obviously are uh, are published by Bethesda, um, but another studio um, develops. Oh no! I thought those were developed by Bethesda. Shit, shows what I know. They're uh, Obsidian. Oh, Obsidian. Obsidian yeah. made New Vegas. Yes, Obsidian yeah, made New got Vegas. It. Uh, and then let's just do this last one, Metroid. The Metroid franchise. Should have gotten New Vegas. Um, Metroid franchise, uh, you know, again, you've got Retro, obviously. Yes. Uh, you got Nintendo First Party. Um, oh, what's... Oh, oh, fuck. Who's the Fusion developer? Oh, fuck. What the fuck are they called? I should know. Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Platinum. Uh, well, the the developers for um, for Fusion are um, still Nintendo. Nintendo uh, Research and Development Number One uh, Department, um, and then they also have another one called Intelligent Systems. Intelligent Systems was another one. Team Ninja. Intelligent on- Systems is a is a, they're like Nintendo kind yeah. of second party. Uh, Team Ninja did the oh, other right, M. Right, right, Intelligent Systems made the um, yeah, fuck. Uh, which ones did they make? Fusion. I, I think they made um, 
Samus, the original Samus Returns, uh, and um, maybe um, one of the other ones. Um, and then the more recent. No, team- they did. They they're credited with the with the OG Metroid. Oh, with the OG Metroid. systems. Yeah, they've they've they're kind of like a. Um, uh, you know, Fire Emblem, Paper Mario, but yeah, the the original. I'm trying to think what other Metroid games they worked on. Was it just that one? I Super think, Metroid? No, we yeah, should, oh, Super what, Metroid we is know. what I meant. Metroid and Super Metroid. Um, ones. And then the last one is their more recent uh, developer. They worked on um, the 3DS remake of Metroid Two: Samus Returns and um, Metroid Dread. Yes, yeah, that was the. That, and I Mercury, can't think of the name of the studio. Uh, Mercury Steam. Mercury right, right. Steam. And that's there's like there's so many of these but that's the the segment arrest development and uh we did a really good job uh pion is the stu- is the studio the, the donkey Kong game they made was king of swing which is the um which is the uh was a was a game boy advance game where you kind of like oh yes you swung around like yes. it was basically just sort of navigating a map by having by very picking various handholds wow um that was that was challenging. Was a, uh, it wouldn't it be a segment that I came up with that wasn't impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one I think this has legs though. I think if we have like if you could give us hints yeah. for what the games are, like yes. that could help drive us towards it and, and little nudges. Hey, maybe maybe we can get Ron Howard to narrate it next time. <laughs> Uh, hey, that's uh, this week's Get Played. Our first Get Played here on the HeadGum Network, uh, which we will be continuing doing the show every week. Again, you don't have to do anything to your podcast feed. You'll continue to get it in your ear holes. Also, check out our paywalled show, Get Animated, uh, and where we are wrapping up Cyberpunk. And is is what's coming up now? We actually Ghost in the Shell. We have Yeah, shell, we actually right. finished wow. Ghost. We finished um, Cyberpunk last week, and. Uh, this week, as you're hearing this episode, we'll be releasing our episode about Ghost in the Shell. All three of us talking about Ghost in the Shell over there at patreon.com slash get played. That's right. And we'll also hopefully have some more stuff over at patreon.com slash get played. Um, in addition to our get animated content, that is all pending. Yes, very soon. Uh, you'll hear it, you'll you'll hear it here first. We'll let you know. Yes. On the show is where you'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And um just because he's in striking distance. Uh, Kevin, you got played. Thanks, thanks for being. You're a huge help. You're a hero today, Kevin. But you 100 got played. Yeah, <laughs> it was only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.